0: And we are live. Welcome everyone to episode eight of Cruising the Planet. I am joined here, your host as always, Ethan Miller,
1: Colleen Hughes,
0: Jay Cretesell, and I. Just before we started, managed to mess up the camera.
1: He broke it. It's broken. That, that, that's <laughs> what we're saying. He, the last he broke picture it. was
2: like a Earl Sweatshirt some rap song <laughs> album cover.
1: I mean, I wish y'all could have seen it. It was
2: it some was blurry funny. thing. It was they really still funny. can technically. We can.
1: There's the back pop, of pop your head. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you gotta show it. That's yeah,
1: that. it for those yeah, listening yeah, to the that. podcast. That's it's just the back of Ethan's right head. It's like a it's little <laughs> blurry. <laughs> I don't like like know. Real sweatshirt. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: didn't. I did. What I was supposed to.
1: Except you kicked the cord. Why is it? You're never supposed. Don't cross your streams. Never kick the cord.
0: Well, anyways, I will. I can fix that later, but let's get into the show. That All right. A nice sound. So, what?
1: The metal sound. Just you know? a nice ASMR.
0: Yeah. Is that your ASMR like bit? <laughs> Stop. What? Oh we're not, <laughs> I we're can't not an do ASMR. That. Bit. It's not us. So, yes. Mm. Y'all are back. Yeah. How's um, it going? Finally on an episode. Yeah. For the new semester and for this semester, oh, yeah, it should be. I should be somewhat of a regular, more consistent. You Ooh. said hopefully, yes. So That's going to be fine.
1: Regular item.
0: Yeah. On the menu. Like I'm that. sorry. <laughs> and Cole, you'll be yeah. more more consistent as well. Hopefully. Hopefully, I do
1: have a longer class um, right. right before this, so we'll see. Which I have a client in, so they could also d- dictate that. Oh no. But hopefully, I'll be more regular. Yes.
0: But, like, you have a client, which is the whole point of yeah, your degree.
1: I have, <laughs> I have two clients this semester, different classes plus work.
0: And, unfortunately, uh, your regular, our, uh, our middle mic, you can't see it now that I've ruined the, c- the, the camera, but uh, Brendan will not be joining us. Unfortunate. Unfortunately, Very unfortunate. we've had a, a new schedule conflict pop up with him, in which we are trying to work out.
1: That is how it is sometimes with college students. But that just be how it is. Classes, you know,
2: college is totally a scam.
1: Oh, we just went right into it, didn't we?
2: Like we're we're all so we're all falling for it, then? Yes, it's not that it's like a scam we can avoid.
1: What I don't know what you mean by scam because we don't a college degree will get you more money in life.
2: It's a cartel; they all rise their prices up. Oh I So see. we don't really have a choice cuz this is a cheap school. There's no still, yeah, like still there's really no true it's competition it's is yeah, what you're saying. Yeah. I mean there's competition but it's not in a It's it's state. like a pseudo cartel. Like they're not cartelling where they're all rising their prices all up at once. There's still competition but it's like a I- like airport competition. No mm-hmm. one else can break into the college like atmosphere so they're like oh let's just all raise our prices cuz who's yeah. going to stop us.
1: So you would you say that you're for, higher education being free for everyone.
2: Not free, but cheaper.
1: Cheaper. Not <laughs> free,
2: but cheaper. I think we should allow more, lo- be more socially I think, open. I think it should either
0: be free or higher quality. I think we should go the other way around.
1: Wouldn't it already be higher quality? Though? Lower
0: nope. lower the uh, accessibility by allow socially allowing associate degrees. Or trade schools back into society. Oh, I'm fine with that.
1: I am completely okay with that.
0: Because, like, I honestly am not the best car mechanic. I can get it done in a weekend. But I don't have a whole weekend right now. I work half of my weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to need somebody with a mechanical uh, certificate, I guess it would be. Or, like, some sort of trade school yeah, training. some sort
1: of trade school, yeah.
0: And then... It, when you lock yourself out of your house, you need locksmiths.
1: Yeah, you know, college like isn't are, for everyone. Higher education isn't for everyone. Even if there is an education beyond high school, mm-hmm. I think trade school is a good opportunity for a lot That's of people. That's Twenty
0: bucks an hour for yeah. any like technician, associate's level degree already.
1: It's a good living. Just people and society have made it not.
0: I I think the problem acceptable. the problem is the pressure on parents to be like there's no in between. It's all or nothing.
2: Yeah, and
0: yeah. I, I personally have felt that that level of pressure on like I mean, you got to be running 100 percent all the time, and it wore me out last semester. I know
2: like I have friends who, like they're still dependent on their parents because they're still like, they're they're my friends from high school and mm-hmm. they don't go to college, and uh, they're still dependent on their parents or dependent on their friends to like house them and whatnot. But they're they're moving up. Mm-hmm. They don't have a degree. You don't really need a degree for college i mm. mean it's nice it's nice but it
1: gets you at a higher income level later in life
2: yeah and definitely but you also
1: have to pay back everything
2: well that you so like
0: out. we're talking about the loan situation right <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. so, cool 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 it's okay hey buddy hey, <laughs> look at me, oh, yeah. me? yeah remember what i gave you earlier a little pocket of happiness yeah i Go think ahead. there's maybe a crumb in there oh no <laughs>
1: okay it's okay um i'm raining it in i'm raining it in okay i'm graduating so i so definitely piling
0: i definitely don't foresee loan i have gone in debt i've been in ten thousand dollars of debt before it cost me a year of my life working night shift um with minimum interaction i interacted with one person every thursday
1: that seems that really was, lonely that
0: was awful yeah. Honestly. And then I would inter- I would come into town to see my girlfriend every other week.
1: Okay. I was about to say, was that before the GF? Or... That was
0: it. That was the all of my, my social interactions. And <sighs> then funny. I learned about Australia's, like, media. And so I would, like, be on their schedule. So I would be downloading podcasts at, like, midnight our time at, like, lunch when it dropped over there. And I was just involved in everything Australia because they were Did awake. Did you start to get the accent? No, not at all. Because oh. I still, like, lived in Texas. Yeah, no, I just but knowing how much debt can cost you just in your like day to day i am definitely fearful of it and i have no loans because of it it has put me in a situation where i work two jobs but that's i don't know if i would say what i'm doing is better just because i have like my y'all have seen my schedule yes yes How i like pull it up and it's just like way too much yeah that's, I'm actually you have free this less semester this
1: semester than you did last semester <laughs> I'm actually so, more
0: free this semester
2: my, my semester is pretty weird this year I got like Mondays and Wednesdays I just have like four hours of just jack squat nothing
0: just nothing to do mm.
2: yeah so not like,
1: even like here or you got just no class
2: like no class not here hmm. I mean I I can't work in class oh yeah as, like a same as the same entity yeah so we're like, both on campus yeah. yeah so like I have like four hours that are just like in between like class and work mm-hmm. where I'm doing nothing I'll just go home not today I was like especially tired so I just like slept
0: yeah. ooh that's good that's real good naps it's, it's, what it's, a blessing
2: yes yes speaking of
0: blessings okay mm. I have come across a recent debacle oh that I need your help solving okay y'all Y'all do fast food, yeah. Yeah. No, no one's on a crazy health kick from January.
2: I don't do health. No,
1: I mean. Oh no, I don't I got, do health. I got things I gotta lose weight for, but not lose happening late. right now.
2: Nah, so, not, not this guy. I'm a diet 50. Diet 50. Yeah, I'm a die at 50. Oh, well, okay. I mean, 50 <laughs> <laughs> at least die you maybe. At.
1: All right, dude, maybe chill you out. Won't like. What I'm
0: getting at is a much lighter health. topic. <laughs> okay. Bag <laughs> of fries.
2: Yeah.
1: Wait, bad fries?
0: Bag. B-A-G. Bag. Like bag of fries. Like
2: stuff you like throw in the oven.
0: No. No.
1: The bottom of the bag fries? Yes. Ooh. Okay. It's the person who hands out the food. Gets the bag.
0: Okay. No, 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 no. (laughs) Okay. It goes even more fundamental than that. So everyone who isn't familiar, when you go to Walmart, Wendy's, Burger King, wherever, and you order French fries- you order large French fries because you are a pig, yeah. Uh, and you, they put them in the bag, and you go and you eat your fries, you eat your burger, and then you look down, and there are what everyone calls bag fries—those mm. extras? Question mark. Because think about it this way: I was thinking about this last <laughs> time I got fries, just like a month
2: ago. Isn't that just like salt and breading?
0: No, like it's a whole a whole fry.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: it's a complete French fry down there. Okay, Jake. but what I am getting at is—is is it a blessing? Or is it a waste?
1: Why would it be a waste?
0: Because it f- obviously fell out of your box of fries already.
2: Oh, okay. And now I see it's what you're cold. Because um, you don't get to you that. To eat it. No, here, here's my solution to that. <laughs> I always check the bag and get any fry, any bag fries yeah? before so they're still hot. You know, see, I but do now that.
0: now they've given my fast food, my convenience, my extra, my upcharged large medium drink to large drink. And then they're going to go and throw my fries in the bottom of the bag. Yeah. You see? Mm-hmm. You see but where are I'm getting they,
1: at? But are they throwing them in the bottom of the bag, or are they just falling out while in transport from them to you?
0: Then they need to get a bigger container. Or they need to get, or like, metal boxes. No, Jake, that's too mu- that's too far.
1: Let's just
2: <laughs> Metal box for your fries.
0: That is an ultimate solution. Th-
1: that would... Charge so much unless you had to bring your metal box back, and that would be actually more oh. eco-friendly, wouldn't it?
0: That would be eco-friendly. However, still, same problem could arise. What happens when they overfill and then they fall out? No, it's, Is that it's like a you treasure lit chest. You lit it. You lit it. You know yes. what I'm talking about? Okay. Like, now, you know chicken nuggets. How what? do you? How do they pack them in? Because now, then we're talking about a situation of, of um. uh, efficiency. If you throw, if they just throw them in randomly off of like the scoop thing, yeah. yeah. They're going to go all over the place, and now they're wasting my space, whereas with that shimmy, like, container, it all slides
2: in straight. Who says you can't have, like, a metal case that's, like, shaped like a fry case yeah. with, like, an attachable lid on the side?
0: So now—but then that makes it—less fries can fit in there, because the whole reason the bag fries happened is because too many fries were able to, like, jangle their way on top. <laughs>
2: Little holes on top of the lid that fit yeah, the not fries perfectly. I don't think
1: there would be a good enough version of a container that would So help.
0: if we can't solve it on a container issue, we have to solve it on a delivery method. Okay. Or we solve it on a fundamental level of are bag fries a blessing or a curse? Because if we're okay with them, this isn't a problem.
2: I'm fine with them personally. I'm
0: not okay with them though. Why? Okay. Because they've wasted my french fry.
1: But you just eat it after.
0: No, like, cold bread is bad. It's still Potato breaded. rolls exist. I'm allowed to call, pata- like, french fries bread. Okay. Because here, here's my argument for that. Oh, no. All right? No, it's quick and easy. It's a simple rule. You cannot microwave bread that has been in the refrigerator. It is bad. You cannot microwave french fries after they've been in the refrigerator. It is bad. So... I mean, French fries or bread. I don't know if it works like that specifically, but sure, why not? I, I, okay. This is a tested rule. This is like a fundamental law of the universe. Like, we've measured gravity. There's a constant. We've measured the speed of light. We've measured French fry microwaves. I mean, that's
2: one variable. There's multiple variables. To I,
1: I will accept that. Now, what were you saying about French fries and being a waste?
2: And being
0: what? A waste. <laughs> so, like, the bag, the fry falls out. Yeah. into the bottom of the bag Yeah. do I have to like now double are you seeing, hearing the ghost again yes I'm not but no
1: I think there's actually someone
0: alright everyone ghost watch ghost watch Jake check okay ghost watch
1: ghost, ghost watch, watch. <laughs> are ghost we, watch we need to make up a jingle
0: we actually we need to make a ton of hotkeys now that we have access to them and I can just run those bad boys up yes
2: and probably a ghost because Probably a ghost because no one's out there.
1: No, really, seriously.
0: Well, no there was there. a class that was trying to get in right before we started. Oh, maybe that's it. So I'm assuming. Maybe it's
1: I'm sad. hearing KXDR or something.
0: Well, all right, wait, you're using that headphones? Yeah. There is a minor delay on that one. Okay. So you could be hearing any number of things, actually. All right. You are, un- you like are untethered KXDR. from audio reality, unfortunately. <sighs> Sorry, bud. So, yes. To me, bag fries are always the creaking noise. No. Okay, I heard a creaking noise. Then you're gonna hear it. Sound. I
1: heard people. So.
0: All right, Bird Box. I was recently watching Why a review would... of Bird Box. Oh. I do think it is an Eldridge horror like you were talking about, mm. but it's bad movie. Oh.
1: I liked it. I haven't seen but it, but I just really like Sandra Bullock.
0: That's fair. That's fair. Um, I liked the relationship and all that that w- they were, like, building. Mm. My problem is, like, the journey wasn't compelling whatsoever. And it was so uncompelling that they realized it and did a bunch of flashback edits.
2: All mm. I know about it is I've s- I've had people tell me it's a really, really good film, and people have told me it's garbage. So It's very polarizing, it it's is. It's incredibly polarizing. So I've seen, like, it's like a super mixed reception from yeah. my perspective, personally.
0: I... I'm not going to, like, go plan to see it. I'm not going to not plan to see it. I'm very neutral on the movie, it turns out. Mm. So, bag fries. Bag fries. Bag fries. I consider them a waste because they make me work harder for the food that's supposed to be easy. For the Mm. french fries that are supposed to be my baby comfort. Y'all think that they're extras?
2: I I don't even think they're extras. I just... Like, I take my stuff out, I look in the bag, oh, there's a couple fries, take them, eat them before I unwrap my burger.
0: So Jake's already like where I am headed, yeah. I think which is it's at the end little, of madness.
1: I think it's a little, like, surprise, like, ooh, I hope there's some fries in the bottom of the bag now, because i still a little hungry, but, like, I wouldn't order a whole new large fry, but uh-huh. I could take a few more.
0: Well, then just order two small fries and hide one from yourself.
1: No, but see, I don't have but that then, power like,
0: oh, the power. Oh, the willpower.
2: <laughs> got you. Here's the thing. <laughs> That's like, another problem. This is what yeah. you got to do. You got to, like, invent a machine that'll, like, wipe your memory. Like, you, you take it. I already have one. enough
1: memory <laughs> loss issues.
2: <laughs> All right, then just do that. What are you getting at, Jake? Well, you eat your small fry, and then you take your other fry, hide it, forget it, and then find it.
0: See, but I've already I've touched my small fry why would I then put it like my primal monkey dum dum brain? Okay. Why would I put it down? I'm trying when to solve I can, Cole's problem. When I though. can, <laughs> but I think we have the same problem, <laughs> which is like nod with me, Cole. Yeah, like why put it down when you can just eat all of it? Yeah. You sinner. <laughs> you sinner. <laughs> you sinner. <laughs> why put them down huh, when I can, can just, just eat it? Live del live deliciously. <laughs> That has been blowing up on, uh, hor- let's talk about Twitter for a second. Oh, boy. <laughs> Horror Twitter has been blown up recently over a very f- uh, a very fun image that was sent to somebody. Oh, no. They, were, they received a text that said, would you like to live deliciously? Oh. So all the person was really asking was, hey, would you like to go out to eat? But <laughs> now we have all of the art, and it's oh, glorious. Yes. Is it like yes. a cannibalism thing? It's temptation oh. art. Oh, no. It's all of the, like, the, like, devil personifications and, like, demon OCs. Like, would you like to live deliciously? Oh. It's so okay. good. I it's see. so nice. I like it. So that's that's my little horror Twitter moment. Anyone else have cool Twitter moments or social media? All my Twitter's
2: trash, and that's how exactly how I want it to yeah, be.
0: Yeah, Jake, I know.
2: <sighs> yeah. yeah. None of you are allowed to follow my Twitter. I follow your Twitter. You can follow oh. it.
0: You're not going to throw it up here? I'm, I'm not, not allowed to. Follow I'm not going to. Yeah, she'd hate it. <laughs> you wouldn't hate it. You'd just be like, eh.
1: I probably like, wouldn't really, understand Jay? it. Here's the thing. I don't do Twitter. And yes, oh, yeah. I have some social media mostly for my job. But I don't really understand any of the content on there because I it, just... It's multiple layers. I didn't... I, didn't, I wasn't raised layers, the same way as most
0: people. It's multiple like layers. I wouldn't even... Honestly, I wouldn't even say... Li- like yours specifically or Twitter in general?
2: Um... I don't know. I wouldn't even say mine specifically. I'm just saying, like, it's layers of, like, cultures being kind of flipped on their head and then being flipped back over. So, it's, like, it's kind of hard to, like... It's
0: cyclical almost because you have these, like, little generational loops.
2: But the generations happen within months. Yeah. So, like... Yeah, it's weird. And, like, people, people get nostalgic over, like, literally, like, six months ago.
0: Oh, yeah. You know? They were... Oh, man. Which is... And then the hot takes... Whenever a new video game is released, it's Twitter's just no oh, fun I love, for the day.
2: I love getting into hot takes on nah. Twitter. I love it. It's lo- not fun. That's fine for you. For me, I love. I think it's really fun. You know, that's being, very fair of you, Jake. Being very mad. That stupid, pointless crap that doesn't like matter. Like Pokemon. Oh, absolutely. Do you want to talk a little bit about? I don't the heat? want to talk about Pokemon. I've been burnt out on it, talking it,
0: about. Exactly, though. It like it no, burnt it. We burnt it, me out on Pokemon of all it, things. No, it
2: does. I do get burnt out over time. That's why I gotta find new stuff to bitch about. But you know, <laughs> wait. Am I? Am I? Do we need to cut that? No, you're good. Okay.
1: Nah, it's fine. Okay, should be.
2: Um.
0: More importantly. Wh- <laughs> Why why
2: do we have to like get burnt out and then be like, oh, I'm dead this series is dead to me. I'm moving on. I mean, that's just kind I of how series unless you're like a fanatic and you're like really into one specific series, like that's just kind of how people are. People get bored of stuff.
1: It's yeah. what's happened now that we have the internet. Oh, to be absolutely.
2: Honest. Absolutely. Like our attention spans are completely shot.
1: Our need for an instant gratification in a binge especially oh, the creation of streaming videos and media online has created this binging
2: i have kept away and from that streaming
1: causes burnout really quick
2: i've kept away from streaming i like when i do something i don't like to like pay monthly to have access to everything i want to pay once and have access to that one thing forever and not have to worry about paying, Mm. which is less, it's a little bit more expensive, and it's a little bit less convenient, but that's just how I've always done it. Like, I collect CDs, I mean, video games, I have a huge digital Steam library. I'm starting to collect DVDs now. Um, Yeah.
0: Very much a digital, a man of digital media. Yes. I am all about the web of things and the cloud-based s- sources and the I'm streaming. I'm
2: very much about, um, the freeing of the code.
0: My my placement being, yeah. I ain't got time for all you where all you normies work <laughs> to like hang out and live under conventions. So I have to stream stuff like two hours here, four minutes here. That's why I listen to podcasts. Yeah, I'm I'm in that like third wave, entertainment group of like I have enough time for. A video while I eat, and a video right before bed. Like a grandpa. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes I don't even have my before bed video, and I'm grumpy. (laughs) Grumpy. Oh, God. So, do we want to move on to another bit? Sure, let's do that. We had an event happen a little bit earlier this week, Cole, that... Jake, I want your understanding on.
2: Okay. I don't know the event, but okay.
0: Cole is doing some pre-production for a new show that we'll have more information on later. And in an email chain, we were trying to come up with <laughs> a pretty efficient it, yeah. way to formally refer to someone in an email. You use conventional was Mr., Miss, or Mrs. Okay. What if they are non-binary or non-conforming to gender standards, but you still need to give them an email introduction? You can't non-formalize it. That would be counter to the whole point. Cole is going to share her solution, and then I'm going to share my solution I'm to just going to
2: preface this by saying I have absolutely no idea how to solve a problem like that. Okay. You That's, just have to okay. hear us out as a third party. Okay. Cole? So
1: I did look some up because I was curious if that had already been addressed as it, like non-binary gender identities have just started getting some recognition. And the two I really found that I liked was Mix, which is MX dot. And that's how you would write that. And then IND, which just means individual. So like I. Like
2: IND dot? Yes.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, so you'd put IND dot and then the person's name yeah. that they wish to go by. And I ended up choosing mix just because it was more, more like the already set normalized ones.
0: Okay. I guess. Yeah. And I saw an opportunity to revitalize. <laughs> to revita- to re- no, to <laughs> revitalize a classic. Yes, well, be a contrarian, but like, let's get past that. Okay. To revitalize a classic, and use esquire.
1: Okay, what does esquire actually
2: mean?
0: I have no idea. <laughs> well, let's look it up right here on the show. Um Here it. Ha- I'm looking it up. Y'all, what do you discourse, Jake, give us thoughts. I,
2: I have a feeling, like within this context, I. Feel personally, Esquire has masculine connotations, so which, I don't.
1: Which is something uh, non-binary people. A lot of them do tend to go more masculine. Okay. If they were assigned female at birth.
2: Okay, but what if they were assigned male at birth?
1: Then would they usually go, w- go more feminine? Okay. Oh,
2: nuts. Mm-hmm. Okay. What? Ah okay. <laughs> oh, nuts. I'm probably going to have to give it to Cole. I am sorry, Ethan, but...
0: (laughs) So the historical is normally a young nobleman who in training for knighthood acts as as an attendant to a knight, so a squire. However, there is also a landed proprietor or country squire.
2: Okay. As
0: in an assistant, perhaps sort of the premature version of, or the, the proto of secretary of sorts,
2: yeah.
1: Okay, so maybe if so, now we're getting into whether we should address them differently if they're of a different po- position.
0: Yeah, this one is more based on the position they've earned, right? Than their gender or whatever conforming right. thing used by traditional. It's society. like using doctor. This is old traditional society.
2: Yeah.
1: So that's interesting. Why did we? switch over from using position to using gender
0: well there was the whole like death of land ownership being important Mm -hmm. during the agriculture after the agricultural revolution into the industrial yeah and once that hit so like the whole society was entirely determined for all of human life by how much land you owned because that's how much food you could grow and that's really important because people get hungry. Yeah. And hungry people not good at work. No. Yeah. But if you owned a lot of land, you could have a bunch of people come onto your land and work it for you, and like that's how kingdoms were created. Yeah. Grain kingdoms is basically like first level feudalism,
2: right? Just mm-hmm. whoever just... has the land has the food, exactly. So and gave... whoever has the food, like you work for me, I give so you food. Tr-
0: so, so land was truly power. Yes. So you
1: gave status by land ownership, using land ownership, and using that first part before the name yes and so it was so, now we're giving so there was for gender? there
0: was hierarchy in it yes based on how much land you owned, the king owned it all and then he would he would portion parts of his land to people to rule over it you know and it ran its way down king and queen were at the top then they would have the royal court and underneath them were dutch or um, not dutch but dukes duchesses barons baroness yes. All of that sort of thing. The lower level families where you have all your cool gothic uh, stories are being told. Uh And people who were of upper middle class or lower high class but still had drama. Um, Interesting things could happen there. Then we move into the Industrial Revolution. Land meant nothing. It was useless. Urbanization hit. Boom. There is no more reason for us to be worried about how much land you own because you're not producing the cool stuff like light bulbs. So we don't care. Also, we can just, like, have robots cut the grass for us. Yeah. So we don't need people working the land. You can work your own land. I'm going to go make a bicycle shop and money. And they were like, no way, no, but my land, now I have to cut my own grass there was a lot of, in, like, as industrialization was happening in first world countries, second world countries were getting hit with revolutions and such because there was the disparage in technology and innovation. And the whole concept of, like, royalty being attached to land ownership, you didn't want to immediately put it on it – it, it stopped being about the family and the land and the history and it became about the innovation, the the individual – The humanist movement in art popped up about this recently. I know that on our uh, sister station, 90.5, we did the Renoir, The Body and the Senses tickets. That was during the humanist period, showing off the whole concepts of the the
1: nudes. I did that underwriting spot. I had to say the nudes.
2: Nice.
0: But the whole concept being focused on the individual, the person themselves, and what is one of the few things that we have as individuals, physical features that we can use to define ourselves with our colors our clothes sexuality gender all of that comes into play now whereas beforehand it was purely marriage marital status things Mm -hmm. of that nature i see for both men and for women ownership on the man's side um how well a woman could run a house such that the man could acquire more land and stuff and there was this power coupling
2: like a dynamic
0: Basically, a dynamic. That's where the traditionalist situation comes in, of like the woman runs the inside of the house while the man expands the house.
2: Hmm.
0: But that died when the French killed all their people. Yes. Sorry, didn't kill. Slapped them real hard on the (laughs) wrist. Yeah, man. There was a whole revolution, I think. And then an Assassin's Creed game about it.
1: And a musical.
0: And then a musical.
2: A lot of stuff. A movie. probably, Probably the most significant event in history
0: but if we start using titles back on to not land ownership but earned titles
1: that would be interesting but know? see we already use earned titles when we go to like job doctor. titles
2: right doctor but doctor, doctor doesn't now. mean like healer doctor means like a doctorate like someone who educates well there's yeah, MBs, so phds the, yes so
1: it goes off of your higher education so you've earned that status by yes. going to school.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so it would be off of earned things. A scam. Things. How would, a scam. <laughs> that we <laughs> Yes, a scam. So, we would have to come up, like, as a society, as a cultural norm, we could either, like most societies, build off of the bones of the previous conventions that have worked or try and invent a whole new system in this non-binary space. Mm-hmm. This non-conformist space—it is complicated, but I think we can start if we use Esquire.
1: <laughs> yes, I agree that it sounds cool, but it does sound is cool. It, is it right for a professional setting when someone's boss is also CD, cc'd in the email? And
0: that was the biggest problem in this email. It's the reason we didn't test it—is because the boss was there. Yeah, but that would only make more sense. They're not the boss. They're the squire to the boss. And anyone can be the squire to a knight. You see, but like, there's already hierarchy there. Yeah. So saying esquire, they would just be like, yo, whoa, what is this? And you're like, oh, no, she is your boss, and then this is your underling of sorts. You, She works for you, just how squires work for people of knightly status. And it is a earned title. They have proven themselves to be capable of working this job. Bam. And they're just like, well, what? What about like traditions? And you're like, traditions. This is the diversity,
2: the uh, diversity and inclusion office, is it not?
1: Yes. This is about breaking down.
2: It. To, down with tradition. <laughs> I mean, we do go to Tarleton. That's kind of a, a thing. Not saying it's a good thing. I'm not a. Is it? I'm is not a fan of tradition. One of our like goals. Yes. Yeah. I don't yes, even it, know. Is. Yeah, it is. Tradition. We can look them up. And real trust quick. me oh. when I say this, it's probably my least favorite. Um,
1: I think tradition is important from knowing where you came from. I
2: think tradition is important to the self. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that personal tradition is good. I think tradition that is um, enforced upon other people is, uh, I'm not in favor of it. I do not like tradition if it is, uh, if it impedes on someone else. Um, I think that you should just... Y'all good? I just heard something. Heard like a squeak or... Probably the chairs. Probably. Okay. Okay.
0: More, ghost. more, that more ghosts that
2: was if that wasn't a person that was a ghost oh, point yeah. is, ghost. is um i think tradition watch. i think tradition is important <laughs> no. for like um structuring your own life mm-hmm. i don't believe in i'm not a fan of tradition when it comes to someone enforcing someone else's life you
0: i know? mean that's where most of our you know light fiction comes from is someone trying to enforce traditions on a young protagonist character and then breaking from the norm, all those coming-of-age yeah. stories. Yeah. Uh, famously created by, what was it, uh, Dickinson, right? I she, think so. she wrote a lot of non-conformist literature mm-hmm. and poetry, and that sort of, like, created that mold of the artists breaking breaking out of societal norms.
1: She has a TV show now.
0: Yes, I recently saw the thing for that. What's <laughs> the deal?
1: definitely <laughs> Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's already been kind of, like, Hinted at in, uh, like herself, the in real her own person, writings. but I think it's on Apple TV. She has a show. Oh, um, uh, It's specifically just I, I can't remember what it's called, but it's about Emily that, Dickinson. Kind
0: of Isn't it just called Dickinson? Or is, uh, no, no, no. It was based on one of her famous poems. Yes. Right, let me look it up.
1: But it's basically her life and how she go, how she went through. Well, probably a bit drama, dra- dramatist. There's a word.
2: Dramatization.
1: Yeah. Yeah has a bit of drama in it added in. De- like exaggeration? Not. Yes, exaggeration it's from what it really was. But I thought it was really interesting when I saw the trailer. I don't have Apple TV, but I actually considered it. I was like, how am I going to get this?
0: So here's
2: the, here's the IMDB. <laughs> I'm not promoting anything illegal, but I'm just saying data should be freely distributed online. And you should choose to support people you like. That's just it's just what I'm saying. And that's why we oh, have...
1: Oh, my SO is on right now. Hi, love. Oh? It's supposed to be one of our viewers.
0: <laughs> I'm not seeing anything in chat. Ah, oh, there we go. Yay! As much as it Parker. held for review. It's called Dickinson. Ah, oh, yes, it is. Thank you very much. <laughs> Hello, Parker. Um, so it, what did we find on the website? I found the IMDb page. It is called Dickinson. It is on Apple TV+. Plus uh supposed to have two or one season cool
1: <laughs> if it's picked up
0: <laughs> more than likely is something yeah. if it's picked up our cast is Haley steinfeld adrian s uh ansco and uh oh geez any Brian names Shinkov.
1: any names that we would like recognize
0: jane krakowski toby huss
1: i'm not much of a person who knows the names of actors a lot of the times unless there are a lot of things that i like
0: so So we have a lot of (laughs) like the family it looks like a bit of a family okay here's the storyline a highly fictionalized and stylized version of the real life aspiring writer emily dickinson is brought into life with a modern sense and sensibility Embarrassed by her own parents and shunned from society, Dickinson will stop at nothing to rebel against her strict background and make her voice heard through the magic of poetry.
1: They realize that Sense and Sensibilia was written by someone else, right? I think it's... <laughs> I just, like, you said that as the book title, Sense and sense and sensibility and that's I definitely did, written by yeah
0: sensitivity is also about like an etiquette training course oh right Isn't well it?
1: it's about one person believing love is um about how you feel and one is and then the other character believes that love is about being sensible and doing the right thing for your future
2: uh-huh
0: yeah well that sounds interesting. Uh, this <laughs> one just being like modern sense and sensibility. Perhaps more along the lines of like I think they're just do they're just recreating that sort of possible inner drama that that, that was happening at the same time. Mm, okay. While uh playing off the whole concept of like this was a this was a person, but this is a highly fictionalized uh version.
1: Yeah. So it it's re- interesting. I don't. We were talking about Dickinson for some reason, and I definitely lost that train.
0: <laughs> it's very cheesy, but binge worthy. All right.
1: We go back to the whole binging thing.
0: Ah <laughs> uh, yes, the binging thing. So. Shall we like? Y'all haven't been on. This is just gonna be a quick little bit. Yeah. yeah. I y- y'all get get one chance because AJ <laughs> got a chance to talk about it. One Christmas present that you were really excited to get go
1: uh, I got a camera
0: all right, yeah, that's right.
1: from Santa,
0: <laughs> okay, Jake's doing air quotes, but what do you want to get into Santa at all or not?
1: I mean, we can um, I'm not sure if we our age range is above that, right.
0: This video was, ma- I yeah. had to click, this video is not for kids. Okay, cool. Also, any yeah. child who's been on the internet is like, oh, Santa is in the X-Men, he is a cryptid, he is Krampus. Uh, I'm pretty sure that, like, another source online okay, would But there are no, Santa. like,
1: 14-year-old children out there listening that think Santa is still real. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, Santa being my uh, significant other's parents because I spent Christmas with them, and because he has a little brother, <laughs> uh-huh. got me a camera, which was amazing. And it's, like, not the best camera. It's not the the best one out there, but it's a really good starter camera that I am mm-hmm. really excited about.
0: It gets you all of the options that you need to be able to go into the, the manual focus, learn about shutter speed, and actually practice, yeah. versus, like, the pocket cams that are just automatic everything. And they're yeah. awful.
1: Yeah. It's really cool. I'm I'm really excited about it. Mm-hmm. It has I mean,
0: the ability to do detachable lenses, right? Like lens kits and such? Mm-mm. No.
1: No, it doesn't have detachable lenses, so maybe it is automatic. Hmm. I haven't played with it too much because I've been super busy, but uh, yeah. I want to.
0: Your weekends are coming up. Yeah. You'll be able to mess around with it. Uh,
1: <laughs> I just... Classes. <laughs> right. You no. Know. It's
0: only Wednesday.
1: Yeah, on Monday, I felt really good about this week because I didn't have any <laughs> class. And then Tuesday happened, and I was like, what is, what, what? is, are we already in the midterm time? What is happening? Uh,
0: I'm done, right? I, one and done? Jake, right. Christmas present.
2: Okay, um, I could talk about one of my albums. But that'd be boring. What I did get, though.
0: No, talk about something that made you happy.
2: All, all my gifts make me happy. But this is one um. that, like, I think has a pretty strong, like, presents because i'm hanging it up mm-hmm. you know when i told you about um earlier like i think a couple months ago i asked you what your uh, favorite flag was and i gave yeah. you mine it was the democratic people's republic of the congo flag i got that flag for christmas no way Aww. yeah which is um it's a very cool flag i really it's my personal favorite like country flag design um I'm a little scared though because I don't know how like how to fly it. Well, not how to fly it. I'm just hanging it in my room. My sc- My thing that's kind of scary about it is I. I don't know if that flag represents like a super totalitarian regime or not.
0: Um, you gotta look
2: that up, man. I. I mean, I don't really care. Well, now we're getting
0: into the problem of like separating the art versus the artist, Which I can. or the symbol versus I'm, I'm a, symbol I, what it symbolizes.
2: I could tell you right now. I can very much separate art from the artist. Mm-hmm. And there's that. And I don't think most people know this flag enough to be offended by it. Um, Well, there's not even that level. Like at that point, it's like, do you
0: want to even look into this?
2: I know the. Yeah, there's that. And also like there's the like the people I let into my house wouldn't be offended by it. Yeah. Just based on the people I know. But also
0: if it is truly like a hate, like a hate crime flag,
2: it's not. Thing. I can assure you, it's right. like it'd be like worse things worth. It'd be like hanging a North Korea flag up in my room, uh-huh. you know, which would be weird. That would cause a lot of people to weird look at it. Weird and me rough. Like, yeah, but like, it's not the.
1: Jake just really likes art. I
2: just like. Jake flags. Just loves flag art. No, I it's genuinely cool. do. Like flags, I'm, flags
1: album art. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, I I like You're flags. I'm like a weirdo, like vexillologist freak. I just love. Yeah, man. Looking at flags, looking at the designs of them, looking at what this represents here. And I hate, like, the majority of U.S. state flags, yeah. which is a super cold take for any flag fan, but they're all really boring. Uh-huh. Um, look at, like, you got good ones like New Mexico, Texas, California, and then you got some really bummer ones like New York's really bad. And, like, yeah. it's all just, like, I, actually I completely forgot you. that New York had, like, a state flag. It's, I, I do not blame tell you, because you what it's, kind of flags <laughs> It, I, I don't. I don't blame you. It's terrible. It's a like most of them are like a blue banner with the state seal slapped on the cover. Like Colorado, it's super. Uh, no, Colorado's is actually really good. It is because it doesn't. It's not doesn't run on that format. But it
1: Has the blues?
2: It doesn't have like the state seal though. Oh, oh
0: okay. speaking of Colorado, yeah. Oh. Have y'all been to the airport ever of Colorado? Of not Colorado. of Colorado. Okay, actually, have y'all no. been outside of Texas like yes. regularly? Yes, I've been outside All not right, regularly, just but checking.
2: I have been outside of Texas.
0: Um, so. I haven't been to Colorado, but I love reading about conspiracy theorists. Of course. And the Colorado airport. I think it's Colorado State Airport, possibly. More importantly, there is an airport in Colorado that is wild with conspiracy theories. Oh, boy. What? I'm
2: going to show you all a picture. I am excited. I'm incredibly excited. Give me one moment to set it up. He has a name. He has a name. The
1: airport has a name?
0: No.
2: Is this like a cryptid?
0: No. This is a real real piece of art.
2: Oh boy. I if the <sighs>
0: keyboard would play nice. Yeah, that okay. keyboard
2: is kind of jank. Uh yes, it is a uh very This is gonna be good. So this
0: is Denver.
1: Is this a horse?
0: This is a j- statue. What? If you'll notice down here Yeah is the airport.
2: Yeah.
1: So what we're looking for ra- scale at right now. Is a picture of, of a his, huge name blue Blucifer. Horse. Blucifer? his name is Lucifer. Lucifer.
2: His name is Lucifer. Okay. <gasps> you know can what? you like maybe show that picture to the people watching? I w- I possible. can try while y'all d- think.
1: Or you can just look up Lucifer. This right is now. the first thing you will Blucifer, see if you go- drop
2: into the
0: Denver airport, right out the front gates.
1: Why? Looks okay, cool. you know what that reminds me of? If any of y'all have seen Frozen 2, you'll know what I'm talking about. Water spirit. <laughs> it reminds me of the water spirit from Frozen 2, guys. Oh, uh, yeah. Whoa. He it, it does look kind of crazy.
2: He's
0: huge. And he's all kind of messed up. Does he actually
1: up. have red eyes? Or is yes, that just And apparently,
0: edited? from what I've heard, is during his creation one of his legs fell off and did kill the sculptor that what? is incredible that is <laughs> did actually it, like
2: incredible. impale or i mean it's a giant horse it's I'm a pretty, giant like i'm pretty sure people are kidding in the to back give of the you head scale with, like, a when
0: they went to wrap it for something oh my gosh I they're did. using cranes whoa it's huge
1: this is a massive horse and it, it's blue
0: it's blue with red eyes with
1: red eyes <laughs> red
0: eyes that glow at night That's it right. has like more veins on it than would be necessary
1: this is uh, i can a standard, see why it's like, named it's, after lucifer
0: look at that bad boy he's got some some weird veining so it maybe doesn't have hair who because if
2: you can see it
1: made this horse
2: a legend a legend who's in heaven probably why so.
1: did they put this horse right out of the airport
2: Why not?
1: But but why would you want your tourists seeing this demon horse?
0: Yeah, 32-foot sculpture of a a seemingly bloodthirsty bronco is the uh, work of artist Louise Jimenez completed as public art for the airport installed in 2008. It represents the spirit of the old American
2: West. That's wack, yo. Bloodthirsty? look at it dude the blue mustang. yeah i know
1: it is a but... fiberglass
0: sculpture of a mustang um it is called blucifer because it is colored bright blue with illuminated glowing red eyes it is a notable both for its striking appearance and for having killed its creator with a section of it fell on him at his studio
2: that is amazing that is incredible <laughs> i cannot believe that
0: that's art installation oh one at denver airport
2: Oh, is there more?
0: There were more. Oh. And they have been taken down Mm. because they showed some crazy depictions of, like, I don't really know because anyone who took pictures of them was kind of, like, shuffled away and told to, like, move along. What? I've, I've heard only rumors about those. I've never been to the airport myself. I was just, like, recently listening to a podcast that is just sort of like a trivia podcast about information.
1: Just takes a trip to Denver to see Lucifer. Oh, my gosh!
0: Apparently, all of those artworks have been taken down, but they were, like, strange depictions of... Like, I don't know what... There was no idolatry that was obvious on them, but it, it used a lot of very close symbols to totalitarian regimes or to depictions of war. Uh, That were, like, children were involved. No violence, but just, like, showing oppression. This is for, like, an airport opening? That's... Why? And then there's the fact that Denver, Colorado's airport is massive, but it only has a couple of runways. Like, it's a giant, flat area of land. And I could understand for, like, taxing reasons, you won't, like, pop off to the grass or, like, run around. I don't know if you can go on the grass with a plane because they're really heavy. But more importantly, like, like they have space because yeah. it's all mountainous region. Yeah. That's why they keep all so the like gold. So we don't know what's underneath it. Apparently there's tunnels. Uh, oh, this is good. Right? Like, the conspiracy runs deep
2: so, on that bad boy. Like, they <laughs> No more Texans deep. go to Colorado. <laughs> right.
1: You know, Texans have just, like, flocked to Colorado. I wonder why...
2: Um. Yeah, I wonder. <coughs> it has something <coughs> to do. Yeah, something with uh-huh. Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all know why. I'm just gonna yeah, say, probably. big big sales are
0: down here. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. L- do y'all want to talk about the nicotine thing at all?
1: I don't know. We, we got... all got we
0: all got a company email about it as a reminder. Company. Well, w- we're we're student workers, all of us. Yes. here. And so, so we, we have we get, get a like we get uh, newsletters. Every Tuesday, that is just like a reminder in what's happened recently. And so we got an official announcement. Uh, I only reminded it, remembered it because I had to check my student email and my worker email. Yeah, and it was just like they oh, sent it. To They're just like blowing me up over <laughs> here. I get yeah. it. I can't. I can't have tobacco products on campus.
1: Yeah, no vaping, no tobacco products mm-hmm. um, at all allowed on campus. And that was first initiated by A and M, at least in the A and M system. Yeah. Like.
0: And then all A and the M systems. All auxiliary eleven. Ones. I think it's eleven campuses now that are totally not are completely conforming to the rules. Nicotine free. I I want to talk more so on the side of like, did we even have a choice?
1: Did we have a choice in them banning
0: it? In them banning it. No. No. Of course not. Because we're Any- just a shadow of A and M, right? Yeah.
2: I mean, regardless, anything like regardless of the reason for being banned. None of us have a real choice whenever something gets banned. You know, like, it's always, like, because we live in a representative democracy, mm-hmm. so anytime a politician bans something, it's not us who gets to choose, hey, I want this thing banned. It's always the representative, which I'm, I don't, I'm not educated enough to know whether or not a representative republic or a democracy is the right way to go about it. But mm-hmm. I do know... Um, I didn't vote for the president of the A&M system, mm-hmm. nor did I vote for Tarleton. So I had, mm-hmm. regardless, no say at all in whether or not we should ban tobacco. I personally don't care about, like, cigarettes or cigars. I have a personal... Um, I'm personally not in favor of uh, vaporizers because I know a lot of people who use vaporizers as a means to uh, kick addiction. Mm-hmm. And I... They, they all tell me that it works way better than, like, gum or patch. Because
0: they can slowly level yes. it down at their yes. comfortable. So
2: that's why I'm not in favor of vaping, because I understand that it's, it's a lot healthier than putting all the chemicals that are in um, cigarettes in your lungs. It's not healthy. You're still putting stuff in your lungs, but it's healthier, and I think it's a good way for people to get off of nicotine and uh, – yeah, I think that banning vaping is... I think banning vaping is... Uh, I personally think it was a misstep. Mm. So that's my uh, my take on the situation. Well,
1: here's the thing. There are a lot of people who have... Who are... Uh, I was going to say immune compromised, but that's not where I'm going. A lot of people will vape in class. Mm-hmm. That's a thing that will happen. That yeah. shouldn't happen. That should not happen whatsoever. But people think because vaping isn't smoking that you can just do it anywhere and that's not the case
0: well then should we implement a similar rule like no cigarette like nobody just because people are vaping class doesn't mean anyone is sitting in the back like <sighs> sitting there with like a, a full-on cigarette I think long john I,
2: I think that in the case of like regulation or restricting of like smoking mm-hmm. there needs to be more, more nuance to it than just total total ban total ban i am i've i
1: think it's also the fact that people will complain that they don't have a choice in in taking what other people are smoking yeah with the whole second hand thing because people yeah, will just mm-hmm. vape wherever um we've kind of gotten to the point where smoking has individualized areas um but vaping just didn't have that before
0: well then vaping should just be tacked into the smoking areas at minimum instead of a total but that's the thing is we've even removed smoke like smoking zones Mm -hmm. yeah those are completely out.
2: which i'm personally not in favor of i don't think i think there's areas where there shouldn't be smoking zones like that sort of crosswalk area between, mm-hmm. like, the library and the uh, Fine Arts Center. Yeah. Like, that was a smoking zone. And I don't think that should be because that's high traffic. It's, high traffic. it's yeah. high traffic, That shouldn't be a smoking area. I still think there should be smoking zones, but they should be, like, kind of out of the way. The low traffic areas. Yes. Like, well, that makes sense. Should, you, you
0: know, you shouldn't have to go – not that you shouldn't have to go out of your way to, like, go curb your addiction yeah. or, to, like, to curb your craving. Yeah. But you should definitely not have to, like, leave
2: – Yeah, the vicinity for a good mile and a half. Mm -hmm. And that's another thing, like a reason why I'm not a fan of like the whole vaping and the whole like banning that entirely. I understand like there could be health risks to it, but I don't like a flat ban on like tobacco nicotine products just because an addiction is a disease and some people cannot handle like not have like some people just cannot handle cold turkey Mm -hmm. you know and i think that's um to just flat out like nowhere on campus i think that's i personally think that's unfair
0: now i did notice in that email there was attached a segment that talked about the what was it uh going to counseling for solutions to fix this and if it is a nicotine thing i'm pretty sure that there is nobody who's excuse me there is no one who's going to this was like a personal thing for me just yeah. cuz i have a bunch of friends who were like dude i'm going to have to like either sneak my jewel or swap to uh spitless chew just to get my fix and i was like nicotine gum and they're like oh you're right cuz mm-hmm. apparently it works just enough for like while you're in class and stuff yeah. to just like slam some gum and then when you're out once you get to the parking lot you're kind of nicotine home
2: gum for it. is safe yeah they haven't banned that yeah, if they ban that, I'm not have serious. Bro. Well, they
0: said tobacco products, not nicotine products, but which w- is my big thing with the vaping. Why? Yeah,
2: because vaping isn't tobacco. That's exactly. just water vapor, flavoring, nicotine. Well, like
0: there's a there's a couple more things, but yes, yeah, it's it's not. There is no tobacco. Yeah, in a Juul pod or in whatever, it's actually there's a lot of nicotine, which is really the whole reason you're you're sucked in on. It is the nicotine and the menthol. Yeah, and so coming from like. To both sides of my family were heavy smokers yeah um unlike my grand all of my grandparents um i have like i have like a personal affliction of like i'm not going to do this but also seeing them and do it like they, they will casually just be smoking constantly and it's like they're still getting everything done they're functioning as a person yeah they just have this
2: Fix which that itself goes into like a deeper issue of like drug banning regulation mm-hmm. and like uh, what's the word I'm thinking of um prohibition prohibition yes um where I personally think that throwing junkies in prison is that doesn't fix anything it's yeah, I think I it's completely unethical. I'm fine with like if you're like a heroin dealer if you have possession with the intent to sell I'm fine throwing them in prison because yeah. I've seen what heroin does to communities
0: but also like they are trying to not they're not helping yeah. somebody stop yeah doing that they're fully on they're full on abusing their power yeah. of having a substance I don't that think everyone that, craves I don't
2: think that like for some drugs I think they should be legal off like off, off the table just legal mm-hmm. you know for more dangerous drugs like cocaine or heroin or methamphetamines we don't have, yeah we don't
0: have to listen but like truly yes. dangerous drugs like
2: drugs that will hurt you yeah um they like people who possess them with the intent to use should have it taken away and be put into counseling not prison yeah you know i
1: agree with that i mean especially if you look at we do have a lot of overcrowding problems for prisons. Yeah.
0: Uh, no, it's, just because, it's because of the drug wars. Yeah, if you, if you just look at... It's entirely because of drug wars. The, drug, uh, the, the the
1: violence is probably from uh, drug wars and yeah. just the well, yeah. the people who the have... The war on drugs was and a then, mistake
0: then, there's, then there's the cycle of violence within the home that happens. Yeah. yeah.
2: I've seen that many a times.
1: So if we switched up, you know, and...
0: Move on to
2: counseling. Which did like, what Jake was talking yeah. about. In which, like, if we, like, don't, like... If we don't criminalize like drugs, um, that means like less money to cartels. Mm-hmm. You know, less money to criminals. Yeah, actually, uh, interesting
0: yeah. thing that during the legalization period of marijuana in uh, Colorado and what just recently there was a s- Illinois, Illinois,
2: yeah, was Illinois was the, re- the the most recent one. one yes,
0: the biggest pushbacks. Uh, whenever you talked to the underground community, the people who were actual legitimate legitimized dealers who were either caught or dealing with sentences they're like don't legalize it yeah and because the, they're and everyone lose asked them they're like why you're what if you're a criminal why would you want it and they're like, because then we have to pay taxes on it and we're not going to make as much money yeah there's ta- <laughs> there's taxes it's,
2: it's going to be it's going to be in general you cheaper. can get it everywhere now how am i going to keep a client list Here's the thing. Here's the thing when it comes to, like, drugs and, like, having marijuana. Someone breaks into your house and they steal your pot, and just your pot. You cannot go to the police. Yeah. Because, like, oh, yeah, they stole my pot. Like, how am I supposed to protect that? They steal your liquor. You can probably go to the police and report that, and they'll, Mm -hmm. like, take care of it because liquor is legal. But can't do that with marijuana. And what this does, this kind of, like, disattachment to the actual system. What it does is it harbors violence because if the police aren't going to enforce like your dealings, you yeah. have to do it yourself, yeah. and that results in like gangs and violence. Yep, and it's dangerous. The a very classic example is the mafia back in the fifties and sixties with prohibition, using, with
0: original prohibition,
2: with like moonshine.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, not even moonshine though. When we ran to uh, whiskey and rum runners over yes. the the Great Lakes uh mm-hmm. lake runners they had organized crime to such a high degree that they would their their cash flow operation was so powerful that they they had, they the had to had to chicago fix, hold on yes they had to fix all of the crime in vegas so that people would go to the casinos in vegas to spend enough money so that they could wash their cash using those hotels yes all of the like high level international mobsters because their operation was so big, the instant you made you made uh, alcohol, uh, they used an amendment for it. The instant they wrote that new amendment that was like, "All right, uh, alcohol is fully good to use." They, everyone's back onto a wet country. Yeah. V- every everything in Vegas shut down. All of the mobs were immediately dissolved because they had nothing that people wanted and
2: That's what will ha- that's what will happen with like it almost entirely dealers. decriminalized the the industry.
0: There is no more violence uh, in, uh around associated with alcohol that, because it's just legal. Be- only the abuse side of it. Yeah. Which is, you know the alcoholism and the self-destructive which nature. that's a like an, an that's a an, whole nother side another of it. That's
2: another thing entirely. That has nothing to do with prohibition because yeah. if you're going to drink, you're going to drink. If you're going to smoke, you're going to smoke. Mm-hmm. You know?
0: And so going back into the cigarettes like the thing and this society. vaping thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What now?
1: I was just gonna say it's the crime against society, that's the issue. Is the violence and and what happens yeah. I mean that's like the people around you. Yeah. You can choose to be self destructive, but you can't do it against society.
2: Yeah, I mean yeah. And it's also a matter of I'm an adult and I, I drink. I can control how much I drink. You know, I'm not an alcoholic, I know people who are, but like I like I'm able to control myself when drinking. And if marijuana was legal, I could control my like how much I smoke because mm-hmm. it's not addictive. And right. if there were you know? people
1: out there and counselor systems set up, you would if you did have a problem you could just go there.
0: Yeah. Without yeah. being criminalized or even like the social stigmas yeah. attached yeah. to going to to look for aid. That's Mm -hmm. a whole other thing as well that we'd have to get through because nobody, because to be honest, capitalism is a complete sham and it's all a trust-based game. There was a film that came out a a while ago. No. The Tesla truck. Mm -hmm. Y'all remember the Tesla truck? Yes. Vaguely. The uh, the ugly truck that they broke the window on. Oh, you mean like the-
2: The- the the the, (laughs) The- You're good? Yeah. the uh, um
1: the truck yeah i know
2: the like the like the little blocky looking car yes. yes yes the roblox truck yes so
0: tesla lost i think it was i don't know the numbers cuz i don't want to get it messed up but it, they lost a like a
1: significant amount of stocks hundreds
0: of thousands of dollars in stocks yeah. because the trust people had in them deflated so quickly it immediately like had a shattering moment for me of like, oh, finances are all a trust game. it is based on nothing yeah, of course,
1: as so some perception
0: it's entirely based on everyone, all the people with money's perception, which means that we have to sell, almost sell to them that it's okay to finance a health center for the for people to go get better yeah, and so now we're getting into like the marketing of like it's okay to go ask for help nobody wants nobody who's truly insecure is going to want to hear that and then fund that so now we've hit a whole nother level of problems of like we're we're fighting all of society again just to allow people to like kick a habit
1: i mean it's just i feel like addressing mental health and this stigma of Asking for help would address a lot of problems, right. not only in drugs and drug violence, but also if you take—I'm going to go with it—school shootings. Mm. Uh, I would say a lot of those aren't necessarily their access to weapons.
2: I think it's their access to. Their, um, I think it's their the, mental state. I think it's a lot of it has to do with their access to certain drugs. Actually, and I know this contradicts what I was saying previously, but a lot of like pharmaceutical opiates which I don't have a lot of experience. I've talked with a couple of people who are on them. They, am, for oh, the most part... And that goes to the yeah, healthcare awful. systems problem, yeah. where
1: physicians are now reliant on medication and not actually trying to fix the
0: problem. Oh, yeah. um, Which, well, y'all are familiar with the recertification exams, yes? Uh, No, no. Uh, explain it to me. I don't want to name names, because okay. there's legal bindings behind some of these things that I've been told. Uh, But... There are certain physician, physicians or groups of people who can get... Rec- you have to take certifications and stay up to date with medical mm-hmm. law. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you can be sued for malpractice at right. any yes. point. Because bloodletting is illegal. And leeches are kind of coming back. But like that's <laughs> experimental. <laughs> the point being, uh, you can take recertification exams through certain companies now. They will fund for your exam as such they're the ones proctoring and giving examinations and so you could go to say Bear, or to CVS and take an exam a recertification exam to be a technician or a pharma- you know pharmacist yes so why wouldn't they and this is complete speculation at this point but you know what yeah. i mean it why wouldn't they give
1: use that their own product.
0: No, not even that. It's even more subtle than that. Just a clever marketing tactic would be give your own product as a solution. A brand loyalty among mm-hmm. doctors, among a whole oh, yeah. a whole field that is scientifically backed but completely trust oriented as a as a practice.
1: I mean if you like one you star review
0: it. for a doctor, they're dead. So yeah. it's it is worth it's more dangerous than Uber because they make one mistake and, some, and it's all over.
1: I, I feel like you can see what you're talking about even more if you go to veterinarians. Because veterinarians are sponsored by, like, dog food companies right. and stuff like that. So and Pur- Purina, at least for dogs and cats, is pretty terrible for them. Like, they use all the cheapest ingredients and everything, but they fund veterinarians going to school. Or they fund their right. actual office if a veterinarian wants to be private instead of going to, like... A PetSmart or something. So they push that food onto their clients As the only not as the
0: the only solution, but as like, this will do it. Yeah. And they haven't been taught Uh, anything
1: else. Sign this bill and you'll get your food and... Bada bing. There you go. Easy money. Yeah.
0: So like we've seen that in the medical industry that it is almost plagued with favoritisms. Oh yeah. By corporate, by corporation. It's like, it's all a sell. It is all a sell. It's consumer a, it's universe. slights on slights.
1: I feel like we just see that more. I don't know if it's gotten to be worse now or we just see it more now because of how open we are with the internet I'd and research.
0: We see it less because you have to learn because like on as a on the uh, marketing side, you have to learn to be covert about it. Mm hmm. Cause like when we were talking about this earlier, trying to schedule a bunch of social media posts about right. the shows that we have upcoming and all of our new shows that we're working on. Right. Our new stuff in the uh, new series and such coming later in, in the year, secret announcement. <laughs> there done. Yeah. Um, we were talking podcast. specifically podcast and YouTube and YouTube. Maybe.
1: Yeah. We hopefully ha-
0: we didn't actually have that talk today. We'll have to have a production meeting tomorrow, but, uh, We are moving into sort of this era where we can just double-check everything. We can just fact-check on on the spot. And so marketing has had to get clever, whereas before, the consumerism was rampant. Like TV dinners were metal containers in metal containers. Um, Toys were tin with lead paint on them. Or even tin chips are so bad for you. And you could just like throw those at children and mark them matchbox toys, literally toys that fit inside of matchboxes. And you just like give your kids matchbox cars. And it's like that's a whole piece. That's like a metal die cast toy that was stamped out. And like it was such a gross overuse of material. And so like the consumerism at that level was something of like a raw nature of like we just realized we could use infinite resources. And we just assumed that there's infinite number of them. And that moved its way on into the 70s. And into the '80s, whenever our parents were growing up, uh, our parents actually like our the our age demographics, parent parental generation, uh, discovered a fish that was floating its way under South America. Like in that South America, um, the 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 what is it? The tip of fire to Antarctic border, mm-hmm. that ocean right there, um, had a has a fish that's naturally occurring in it, and it's delicious, and it's about this big. For anyone, well, because everyone can't see. Uh, I've made a circle that's about about three foot foot wide. Yeah. That's about three foot wide. It's huge. It's delicious. Uh, Turns out that fish only reproduces once in its lifetime. And it lives to be about 100 years old.
1: That's not enough. So
0: they ate almost all of it before they even realized how fast they were consuming it. The fishing industry is an awful disgrace. Uh, oh yeah, last, I don't even. Want to talk couple about. of generations, two generations ago, you had the ability to walk. Uh, Canada is the land of the islands. Mm-hmm. It has so many waterways through it that fishing is just like a natural thing yeah. that y- they yeah. do over there. You could you could, it was a joke, but could possibly have happened. You could have walked across the the Chesapeake Bay, on the, the amount of cod that flew through there. As of today, there were four cod spotted since uh, last year. Whoa. Four individual fish were found. One, only one of them was on a video test. They fished so many. They ate them all. Cod is only used for like fish sticks. No one eats cod like on no. like like locals would eat cod on the regular, but like. You can't pet, like, refrigeration wasn't that good at the day, in the day, so they had to freeze it. You know, you couldn't keep something fresh and right. send it across the country. So we ate so many fish sticks that we killed all of Canada's fishing industry. The level of consumerism was awful and rampant, and now we have the numbers to back that up, so we realize we need to slow down. And I believe we've realized it the best, but marketers still have to find a way to covertly... Tap into that, like the metal straws thing that happened two years ago, or mm-hmm. two years ago or yeah. last year.
1: Metal silicone, <laughs>
0: yeah, the metal, the metal and silicone sort of new age um, hippie straws. The hippie straws, but also the level of like eco consumerism,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and it's like, oh, it's consumerism, but it's cool because it's like reusable stuff. But the whole problem with consumerism from the very beginning was your. Buying more things well the whole problem with the, like the metal
2: straws is like that's a kind of a whole other story we can get into about how like um, corporations who are the polluters there's mm-hmm. no debate about that big name corporations and big name industrial manufacturers well, they they're
0: the ones 70% or sixty percent of all pollution Yes
2: well regardless they're the ones who are causing the problem yet they hand us the metal straws and say you deal with it, right? You know uh, You
1: know, Parker was literally so we'll the just having this argument them. with me. Yeah. Oh yeah? Yes. He was because I've been trying to go a little bit more eco friendly myself yeah. because it, it I I'm... want to. I feel like I at least in my household produces yes. a lot mm-hmm. of waste. And so I've been trying to find ways that will at least be more in the long run either recyclable or will degrade faster than plastics and that sort yeah. of thing. And Parker's like, Yeah, but you realize that sure that's good for you to do right now, but it's not gonna help really. Because it's, it's not gonna help anything in the big guys we- that are handing us handing it over to us yeah, saying it's your fault when it's actually theirs.
0: They're writing, then, they're writing the then, check and turning it <laughs> If
2: you want to get even farther, you look at how China has been like Letting off emissions that are illegal. Oh yeah, like that's without whole, anyone knowing, that's and it's like that's a whole other thing. That's a whole other thing. That's like now we're it, getting interpolitical. It's like it's ego like yes, socials. and it's like even if like the big corporations go full green, which they're not going to do, um, even if they will, if they leave, yes, because then they're <laughs> full green, quote unquote. Yes, but even if like the big corporations who are polluting stop polluting, we also have to worry about these hidden emissions China are letting out mm-hmm. that. Are well, it's s- not it's not just China. Mexico
0: is having it's not a just China, but like it's all third world production. Yes, uh, Africa. We've been tur- they have been destroying rainforest almost consistently for charcoal creation. Yeah, the whole charcoal industry. Uh, they in uh, I believe it was South Africa and in Brazil, they had a ton of like total illegal burns all over the place because people needed to just make charcoal. Yeah, but then people were like, "Oh, I can sell this charcoal I make." And it created this whole like sort of underground market that just destroy, just decimates mm-hmm. um, wildlife at two in at two levels. It irreparably damages forests to where they cannot uh, perform secondary succession and reproduce their own trees. And uh, it creates more carbon emissions in the burning of wood and then the burning of wood again in the form of charcoal. Yeah, we just have to go into the ocean. <laughs> well, I mean, like get in that water but renewable fuel sources aren't aren't here yet either.
2: Yeah, they really aren't. Like the best we have is I don't I don't even think that I don't know if this is uh renewable, but like our best solution for getting over fossil fuels is nuclear. Oh yeah. It's 100% nuclear.
0: Interesting thing that I discovered a long time ago. There's more than Okay, a little bit of a um, chemistry lesson and this will probably be our last bit as That's we are at 1 minute 12. Mhm. Bit of a chemistry lesson. The reason that we used uranium in nuclear testing sites was because you can, can you can perform and like uranium enrichment is because it, it bless you that research funds two projects, power, power power, and boom boom,
2: weapons. Yes,
0: so that's why DARPA took over the not specifically DARPA. The, uh, yeah, Department of the Department of um weapons development. Yes, took over nuclear testing because it was quote unquote dangerous only because we were the one of the few countries that could like throw a nuclear reactor at people yes thorium yes thorium (laughs) thorium much more efficient hold on yes it's not only much more efficient it's safer it it is it's radioactive decay does not turn into a form of polonium or uh, uranium when it breaks down can turn into like eight different things Half of those kill you immediately. The other half will uh, decay a second time. There's a thing called a radioactive decay chain. Yes. Because you make something that's super unstable and really big, and it wants to break apart on its own, nuclear fission style, Mm -hmm. shatters into two smaller things. And then those are either balanced or unbalanced. And if they are balanced, great. They'll just sit there and be really hot from the explosion. Or if they're unbalanced, they're going to break again. Yeah. And that's where you get that whole, like, multiple, um, like energy, uh, a multi-stage energy release in uh, thermonuclear. Thorium breaks down into like two things in its chain, and then it's stable entirely. And so it's going to generate a lot less heat, but it creates much less radioactive decay because it gets stable really quickly. Its half-life is exceptionally long, however, for that entire time it is just thorium. And it's Everywhere in America, the thorium pockets that are completely and fully safe to mine are all over the place, and then you enrich it after the fact. Once you've mined it, yes, you would have to have a specialized mining thing, and once you get, like... If you get those bad boys all on one minecart, it would be dangerous in the long term for people. So you wouldn't be able to work in that industry for very long as an individual. However, you cannot weaponize thorium to the degree that you can weaponize uranium or polonium.
2: Yeah, you can literally Uranium
0: like... turns into polonium, and polonium is immediately lethal. Yes. That's why we did uranium testing. Wait, it polonium for Polonium or cells. polonium.
2: Polonium. All right.
0: Thorium, a thorium battery could be this big And charge one entire suburban block for three years. Nonstop.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: He's gesturing about four feet, maybe? No,
0: three and a half. uh, Probably a four-foot-tall cylinder that is six-inch diameter. Nah, let's go like a foot in diameter. Mm Mm-hmm. It would use it would use salt as its cooling method, and then the salt would run. It would spin a rotor that is electromagnetic. Does that also
2: require a little bit of plutonium, like in no, order to, for it to run? Not at all. That's what I read online. Is now, that this so This is a
0: bunch of early designs, and the okay. math, the exact math, says you just need thorium and a specialized salt that will absorb the heat but not the the neutrons, and you're good. All right.
1: And this is still an early development.
0: It was never
2: funded because you can't weaponize it. Because you, you can't our greed for blood <laughs> caused us to totally forego
0: one of the most efficient ways to fuel literally you pull the battery out of the ground you bury it too cuz it goes nuclear it explodes like a 6 foot hole in the ground the what, what, the site what are the that al- went nuclear
1: after after effects of that that's
0: it a 6 foot hole in the ground nothing and then you come as and as far you as humans sp- go no unlike the flood in japan yeah. the flood earthquake combo or our boys at prep yeah. Or yeah, those no. meltdowns are catastrophic. Or you can distribute these explosives all over the place and just put them. You're already not allowed to go into a transformer site that is already walled off. A transformer site is more da- like you, um, you guys are familiar with the one right off Washington um, by the car wash. Yeah, that, that yeah, just do that. A transformer site is more dangerous than a tiny thorium nuclear site because the nuclear site would be underground covered in concrete with a, a seal and you would say radioactive and everyone is socially afraid of radioactive. You can literally be struck by lightning from the ground at those places. You could walk in between two poles, be wearing the wrong shoes, and be struck by 600,000 volts at 100 watts. Immediately. <laughs> it's, in, it's literally... At the speed of light. Something we call almost instantaneous. Yes. The electric power plants are more dangerous than that. And that could run directly into an electric power plant. Now we've decentralized the grid. Now you're able to have a a suburban area pop up anywhere on a suitable landmass that can be self-sustaining as long as it's able to bring in enough resources. Now you're not, you know, we've slowly worked our way to be uh, decentralized by water supplies. Because society grows in, in these levels. Yeah. Find running water. Right. Then plant food there. Once you're at a certain level, automation using water.
1: Now you can be pretty much anywhere with, with transportation. oil. Oil, yeah.
0: Because we use oil to get to those places and then use oil to bring it back. Nuclear and electric, I... One, i once had an a a bicycle is the one that get left me the knee injury mm. i had a bicycle powered by an electric motor that used about a hundred cells and i would charge it uh in three hours and it could ride me six miles and the cells took up about that much space right there which was about the size of our spin wheel for listeners and audience that was old tech tesla cars 60 miles right jake Am I close on that? Have we hit the hundred mile mark on a single charge?
2: I don't. I, I don't know. I don't keep up with. Uh, I don't keep up with Tesla. So the point
0: being that the battery technology is almost entirely there, such that you have almost an infinite reload. We're working on something called a sodium battery now. It's a whole other level. Of, a whole other level of technology. Sodium batteries don't explode as much, and they're able to hold four times the number of ions. That's per. Per element. That's not just four times the number of charge. That is a factor of like 10 because each atom can hold 20 more electrons, let's say. Mm -hmm. And then you have a plate of sodium that is suddenly able to hold 40 times more electrons stacked on another plate on another plate all wound up into a semiconductor that is able to just store a massive amount of electricity. Like we're talking 10 times the amount. And then someone came up with what's called a carbon battery that is able to store 100 times more than a sodium battery. Like we are designing batteries that will not have to be replaced like your D-cells from your old square telephones anymore that are completely rechargeable and you only have to build the battery like twice in your lifetime. And then you just have a thorium battery that you just plug the, that is like plugged in the center of town put it under the mayor's office for something i don't know make a conspiracy it'd be a good conspiracy it'd be fun um and then you just power the town for three years all of stephenville could run off of that battery probably all of stephenville could run off of one of those thorium those hypothetical thorium batteries mm-hmm. for three years straight excluding the campus just yeah, the town town it. itself could just run constantly and we're talking literally run constantly cuz it generates cons- constant power
2: and i mean with the campus you just get another thorium battery like you said there it's literally everywhere yeah, yeah. you just
0: get another one it's going to be a couple hundred thousand dollars because literally all you you said i have enough power to run an entire town for 3 years If you've turned, like, you could literally leave all of your lights on for three years. Everything could be running. It could be at maximum load for three years straight. Is that, like, hitting y'all too?
1: Yeah. At the level? (laughs) No, seriously. Literally
0: constantly using. But the only
1: reason we haven't done it yet is because we can't kill people with it. (laughs) Ah! (laughs) Ah!
0: But people, we are going back into the patents and looking at older technology to advance forward because we are hitting these energy crises. Otherwise, we're gonna have a resource war just like Metal Gear Solid. Oh, we're,
2: we are going to have a resource war, only it might not be what we think. <laughs> Fishman, I'm gonna bet you right now it's gonna be water. Water? Yeah, we're gonna have a clean to- water. Yes, clean water. We're gonna have a total resource war over cl- clean water. Mm. Just give it time. I
1: feel like that's another. That's an That's a whole other.
2: That's episode. a whole other. a topic episode.
1: for another time.
2: But yes, no water, pretty much anything. Start wrapping it up. Nothing's infinite. Yes. Nothing's infinite. Nothing's infinite.
1: This was a very good discussion, very like enlightening discussion. But my ang- anxious self just wonders, what can I do about
0: it? What can? Yeah. Nothing
2: now.
1: Nothing. Nothing, because I am Don't not worry an about engineer. It. Now,
0: as always, we have. Oh, thanks. Now, as always, we have entered the the existential dread part of the episode. Well,
1: at this point, it's just for us to be knowledgeable about these things, mm-hmm. and that's why you listen to podcasts and the news and research stuff and look then things vote.
0: up. Look things up and then make. Please the vote, cor- everyone. Edu-
1: Texas primaries are coming up in yeah. two months,
2: I think.
0: Make an educated decision mm-hmm. about your stuff, like an and adult, and vote
2: for one of the two heads of the lizard controlling the world.
0: All right, Jake, thank you very much for your conspiracy. Cole, <laughs> thank you very, very much for coming on being mom. Of this course. has been Cruising the Planet. You have been listening in to Episode 8. You'll notice that we didn't have Episode 7 up yet. That is my fault entirely, but it should be going out relatively soon. We hope to see you all next week. As always, have a good one.